Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. One of those great old choruses goes like this. God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. God answers prayer. God answers prayer. God answers prayer. He's so good to me. And yes, He is good to us. Our Heavenly Father, I pray that we would see you, that we would see you clearly. I pray our lives would be touched and changed by the power of Almighty God. I pray that the Holy Spirit would reign supreme in our lives, and Lord, we would recognize how good you are, because you love us, and you have a great plan for our lives. Thank you for the salvation you bring. Thank you that we can trust in you this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, there are four great words we find on our coins. In the United States of America, we find these words, in God we trust. And I believe that is an important statement to think about. Do we trust God with our lives and all we deal with in our life, or do we still rely on our own minds and our own thoughts? Where are you? How much do you trust God? Do you know the other nations of the world don't have anything like that written on their coins? But we, the United States of America, have in God we trust. And of course, people have tried to remove those from the coins, just like a lot of things which you're going to hear about in the message today and tomorrow. But the Christian walk is a sellout. We are to sell out to him, to allow him to direct our paths, and to open and close doors. How do we find out about God's truth, folks? How do we find out? Well, the Bible is the foundation for God's truth. Yes, you heard me right, the B-I-B-L-E. It is the foundation for God's truth. God laid out his truth for us in his holy word and to know what he wants from us. We have to read his word, and we have to trust his direction. The great president John Quincy Adams said this, the first and almost the only book deserving of universal attention is the Bible. Adams shared this truth in the early 1800s, recognizing where God's truth comes from. God's truth comes from the Bible, the word of the holy God. He gives us instruction. He gives us a manual. He gives us direction. That's why I love God's word. A little later in the 1800s, the great Abraham Lincoln shared, all the good from the Savior of the world is communicated through this book. But for the book, we could not know right from wrong. All the things desirable to man are contained in it. Did you hear Lincoln's words here? I like it. He says, all the things desirable to man are contained in it. See, God has given us tremendous guidelines to live by, an incredible instruction manual to trust. Many times when one is trying to put something together, they rely on instruction manual. I even have a hard time reading the instruction manual. My wife is amazing at that. In fact, she's our navigator. When we were in Florida here a few weeks ago for a conference, she was our navigator. She gets us to point A and point B. She could read maps. She could read instructions. And when something comes to the house and needs put together, guess who does it? She does because she gets impatient with me because I just I can't read those instructions very well. But there is one instruction I can read well, and that is God's holy word, and it instructs me day in and day out. 
But Woodrow Wilson, in the early 1900s, President Woodrow Wilson said this, the Bible is the one supreme source of revelation of the meaning of life, the nature of God, and spiritual nature and need of men. It's the only guide of life which really leads the Spirit in the way of peace and salvation. Wilson was correct. It is the one guide. It is the one book that has answers for real peace, and that is a story in the life of Jesus Christ, because Jesus is who brings peace in the midst of the storm clouds. So now, what should we do with the Word of God? What should we do? Should we leave it on our shelves like it is on so many people's homes? Or should we do something about it? Well, we need to meditate on God's Word. The word meditate means think deeply on or focus on. Think deeply about the Word, the things you read and how it is being said, and focus on it. Focus on His Word. Spend ample time thinking about the truths that are laid out. Sometimes we read it for pleasure, and we just read through it. We don't even think about the the words. Yesterday, I shared out of the 147th Psalm, and one of the things I thought a lot about when I was sharing about that yesterday, and as I read a, a, a earlier in the week, was about how God, in His incredible, unmatched uh, fathomness of this world, created the stars, the trillions of stars, and named them all. The vast greatness of God. That brings me to that other chorus that I love, How Great Is Our God. How great is our God. Folks, our God is incredible. Our God puts you on this earth for a reason. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. Joshua says, Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. I like this. Keep it always on your lips. Meditate on it. Well, in other words, think deeply or focus on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Live by it. Then it says, then he gives you this promise. Then you will be prosperous and successful. All through my life, my father would be quoting scriptures around the house. There was always a verse on his mouth and he wouldn't even know that I would be listening. He wouldn't even be knowing that I was in the other room. But there was always a verse coming out of his mouth. I don't even think he thought of it. It was such a natural part of who he was that it came out all the time. The more you talk about the Word, the more you think about the Word and the power of God's Word. Joshua goes on to say, be careful about doing everything in it. You know, Joshua, who was Joshua? Well, he took over from Moses, and he led the people into the promise, and God used him. And so he understood what God's Word was all about. It was a promise. But if you want to be prosperous, he says, and successful, listen and do God's Word. You know, all of us, or many of us, want to be prosperous, successful. I have a whole library of books on success, and I've read all of them. I've read those books on success, and I want to be the most successful man I can be in life and in, in living, and the only way I can really do that, though, is go to the main source of success, and that is God's holy word. He brings great success in his holy word. The holy word is the Bible. So where does our faith come from? Well, the apostle Paul said in Romans ten seventeen. consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. Through the Word, through the Bible, about Christ, following what Christ has for us. 
We've had a challenge in our church for the last month is to read the Gospels. We started with Mark because Mark is a shorter Gospel and it's more compact. And so that kind of gave us the seeds. Then Luke and then John is very powerful. Then back to Matthew, which is a lot of genealogy and, and stories of Jesus and Beatitudes and different things. But you learn about Jesus. You learn about the Word through Christ. Faith comes from hearing the message of God's Word. If we don't crack God's Word, it's hard to grow, it's hard to learn, it's hard to respond. It's a constant challenge before us. It hasn't always been easy for me to pick up God's Word. Oh, I've been a Christian my whole life. But I'm telling you what, we have to discipline ourselves because the world wants to take us away. All the time, all our family time, all the situational things, folks, never let the Word of God slip from your lips and from your study and from spending time with Him. It's so important. The very essence of the Word of God is God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit teaching us and leading us to be fruitful, living a fruitful life, being obedient and understanding the great truth of God. God of God. God's Word is important to store up in our hearts. We learn many things that life has for us when we store up His Word in our heart. Are you storing up the Word of God in your heart? Is you, are you understanding the greatness of God's Word, the Holy Bible? Folks, it's something to think about. I'm not just blowing air. I'm not just trying to fill a show here. I'm trying to share God's truth so that someone, somewhere, this day will be impacted and they will start opening the Word of God and then start reading it. And if you want to be encouraged, like I've been encouraged over the last month and a half, read, get in the Psalms and read the Psalms and listen to David's plight. And listen how he called upon God. He relied upon God. He understood God. Even in his troubles, even in his hurt, he called upon God. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 says, All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. The Bible equips you to live in this world. The Bible equips you to deal with tough times in your life. The Bible equips you to deal with people who are struggling. It equips you to help lead people to Him, to show people the way of the Lord. You see, God is doing everything He can to help us be ready for life and to know His truth and know what to do in our lives. He gives us His Word to help us teach people, teach people the way of the Lord. And this morning when I left the church, Pastor Gary was teaching about 50 uh, senior citizens, uh, the Word of God, and going over and sharing with them. It was amazing to see uh, how many people come out every single Tuesday at 10 o'clock just to hear. And, of course, now you know I did this show on a Tuesday. But uh, it it it's amazing because so many people, they're hungry. I had a, a friend of mine and his wife got pneumonia, and they were trying to recover. But they said, we got to recover because we got to be at the Tuesday uh, group because we learned so much about God's Word, about who God is. And any of you are welcome, by the way. We have people from other churches come to that Tuesday at 10 o'clock. It's a 50 and over group, mostly 60 and over, actually. But it's still, it's a wonderful time just to learn God's Word. And you don't have, it's not Cloverdale inclusive. He also gives us a scripture to rebuke us from time to time and to get us on the right track. You know, we need sometimes straightened out. I need straightened out. In fact, I'm going to start my message tomorrow talking about that because I think in life we got to remember those things that God 
uh, puts things in our way to help us and to help us grow. Hey, Lord bless you today. May your day be filled with his glory. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.